Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. morning, everybody. Welcome to the show on this Wisdom Wednesday, let's call it, because it sounds fantastic. I hope you are all doing well. Our world continues to be interesting. <laughs> okay, it's weird. Let's be real. It seems like every day... Um, the energies change, and they change quickly. They're unpredictable. I mean, it's fascinating for sure, but it's unnerving. It's uncomfortable. If you find yourself or people in your world being crankier more often, that's why, because there's this unknown charge to the energies of the world. It's just it's, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know anything (laughs) and it feels unnerving it feels I don't know weird see I don't know I say that all the time now I just don't know but still we are getting our signs and our symbols and they're coming fast they're coming quick but if you're not paying attention you will miss them and they're um coming quick and that the energies are changing so quickly that it seems like our signs and symbols are also. And it is a a language of symbolism, and we have to figure out our own. How do you get information? How do you learn? You have to know about yourself in order to interpret your signs in a way that fits you and benefits you. Make sense? When I'm working with clients, one of the first things that, that we try to figure out is how do you receive your information? Are you clairvoyant? Are you clairaudient? Are you clairsentient? Do you feel things? Do you see things? Do you hear things? Do you smell things? Are you kinesthetic? Are you visual? Are you like the uh, audio? I can't even say the word. Auditory. That's what I'm trying to go with. I mean, they're all the same thing. It's just different language used to describe. Again, with our how we learn, how we receive information, and it's not just in our physical world here right now. We also receive the information the same way from the divine, from the spirit world. It's how it is. So figure it out for yourself so that you can get your signs. We often say, oh, but I just want them to tell me. I just want it to be super obvious. But we don't trust that. That's why it doesn't happen that way. Because even if it did, say you wanted an answer to something and somebody you were talking to gave you that answer, would you believe them? Would you trust them? You treat spirit and the divine messages the same way. It's just being human. It's just how we roll. But we get um, upset with ourselves or get mad at ourselves 
for not understanding, not listening. I just don't get signs. I hear all the time, and it's just not true. You just don't know what you know, or you don't trust, or you are so distracted by your world, which, hey, completely understandable, that you forget to notice what you notice and take those moments to interpret it, right? I've been doing a lot of work on psychic and spiritual development with clients the last few months, and it's amazing. It's amazing, the growth, the understandings, the oh, the aha moments, because we're feeling like we want to develop that more, aren't we? Because we simply wish to understand our world. Is that possible? I don't know. You can understand pieces of it. If you understand yourself, how you are in the world will make better sense and you can make choices from that perspective. So if you've been listening for a while, because I've had this podcast for years, um, two years ago when I was talking about being mean girls at a meeting and bullied and just super uncomfortable, and I had to take some time to decide if I was continuing with the organization because the person in charge wasn't the one that did it. It was someone who was, you know, a chair of the group and um, really didn't want me being part of it and did some pretty nasty things, and I had to do a lot of soul-searching about it because I believe in the group because it's a literacy group for adults, and I do work there and work with people and I had to really dig deep and decide what I was willing to put up with and, and, and not even that, if I was willing to find a way to let it not bother me because I believed in what the organization was doing more than I was willing to let this person derail me because I was a valuable asset. I'm good at this. It's just how it is. And so it took a while. And I decided to continue with the organization, and I joined anyway, even though she made it difficult. Even she was supposed to phone me and apologize, and that's not what happened. And I'm entertained by it because if I, you know, felt about someone the way she obviously feels about me, I would have done the same thing. So I had to, you know, not be, like, judgy about that because I would have done it. But I had to decide if I was willing to let that all roll to continue. Anyways, and it's interesting because because of I chose to handle it the way I did, this person thinks we're friends because she would still ask my advice, um, want help with things, and I'm like, I don't understand. If I treated someone the way she treated me, I wouldn't be asking them for help. But, Everybody rolls differently, right? They are. It is what it is, and my reaction to it is what I can control, not how that per- she handles it, right? Okay, that was two years ago. Well, guess who is now the chair of the group? Yes. She stepped down and didn't want me to have the position, but the person in charge asked me over the summer and did her best to convince me, please take it because you'd be good at it and all the reasons, and I do agree And, like, the only bumpy thing is I don't want to deal with the bumpiness of this. Like, I don't want to have to always watch my back with her. I mean, I'm doing it now, and it's a little exhausting. 
but I do believe in what the organization is doing in our community. And that's what was most important to me. And I keep referring back to that. Do I still believe that it's a benefit to the community? And do I still want to be a part of that? Because let's face it, I could be a total hermit because I love being home on the ranch and by myself. But this gets me out in the community. And I like that. And I need that, right? So I said yes. And um, I feel like this person is going to just drift away. I didn't let her actions derail me or make my choices for me. Let me tell you, it's not easy, but this is where we are in the world. It's not just me this happens to. Oh, and I did freeze her name, though. That helped a lot. So if someone's energy is bugging you and you guys just clash and you just, you, you know, you, all your usual tools don't work, freeze their name. What it does is freezes the energy so they don't affect you as much so that you can continue doing what you're doing. Does that make sense? It's highly effective. And at the same time, my energies are not going to bother her as much, right? And it worked. I mean, she still had her little tips and tricks that she tried, and but they didn't land well. She even said at one meeting she was pretty upset by it not working. I'm like, I'm right here. <laughs> I'm sitting right here. Yeah. It's funny. Now, it wasn't when I was going through it, but what, what worked is me knowing me. You know, that's what I'm preaching to you all all the time. Reverend Shannon's in the house. Know you. Know what um, you can put up with and find tools to help you deal with difficult situations because they're never going away, right? We're experiencing all of this to learn to grow, to handle it, to understand it, and it's not going away. It's going to keep going because this is what being a human in this energy on this earth right now is all about, interpersonal relationships. And they're bumpy, they're messy, they're good, they're bad. Like, you are experiencing a whole range of emotions, and that is the point. To figure out you, to figure out ways to deal deal with them, with grace if you can, or sometimes just have a hissy fit. (laughs) Sometimes you just need to. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised I didn't. I I really am, because some days I was like, really? But I got stubborn about it, and so know that about yourself, because if I truly believe in something and I want to work with it and do it, I don't let anyone derail me. I figure out how to work through the challenges to make what I want to make happen happen, and because I believe in this literacy organization so much, I just plowed through. But I didn't give many openings, right? I had huge boundaries. And when she said little things, I probably rolled my eyes, but I didn't let it become an issue because I think that's what she was trying to go for so that I would react and I would look bad at a meeting, and I just refused to. Refused to. To be fair to her, she did make it easy. 
because when she called me supposedly to smooth things over and apologize, she was so snotty and tried to turn it around on me, and I just laughed and said no. I didn't say nice try, but I was thinking it. And then since then, I just no, not happening. And I didn't let her get away with anything either. When she was saying other people were saying things, but it was actually her, I'm like, no, that's not what happened. This is what happened. Because, you know, we're all in this together, and you aren't going to like everybody. But you can be respectful. You can make that choice. But you also can't do anything about their choice. If they choose not to be respectful, you do not have to take it. You can find ways to deal with it. And, you know, maybe eventually if this would have continued, I would have had to call her out openly. I don't know. Every time we had a beating together, I would, what I did is I know how I received my information, and I would tune into all of that to kind of have an armor for the meetings and be prepared, and it worked. So know how you get information, ask for it, and then act accordingly. Craziness, I had, um, I probably talked about this already, but I had um, an event I was going to, and I had someone send me, a, a psychic friend send me a message saying, hey, I had a dream about you, and you're in trouble and calling my name. Are you okay? And I'm like, yes. And I'm like, yes, but I do have this coming up. So, I mean, there is potential for craziness. And it's totally spooked me. It did. And I made completely different choices moving forward at that event. And I was in full-on protection mode. I kept my family and myself out of harm's way and made decisions that, you know, probably upset other people by just I just left. I didn't stick around to see if there was going to be some potential messiness because I just I took it as a huge warning. And I'm glad I did. I don't know what happened. Like I don't know if things happened that no one's talking about because it happens all the time. And I never hear about them because I'm kind of removed from it all. But what I do know is that it didn't happen to us, and I'm good with that. It's like managing the energies, and I would tune in, and I'd be like, yeah, it could be okay, but do you want to take that chance? Risk management. When you're really intuitive, psychic, you do a risk management analysis all the time, don't you? Being empathic, you're always tuning into the energy to see if there's any risk. How do you know when you're doing it too much? When you're totally overwhelmed and you start to be distracted, <coughs> I told my friend I was going to talk about her on the radio show today. So my friend just has a lot going on right now, a lot. And she almost burnt her house down because of it. So she was making supper, but she had to go get a child at a practice thing from the school, which is like 20 minutes away. And she was thinking about her to-do list. You know, this is what we do. And, you know, 100 things going on. And she had cooked some rice, and she was supposed to, she meant to shut the, the burner off and let it, you know, finish its cooking sitting there. And she forgot. 
she went to town, and she has a hole full of alarm system. So she's going, and she's getting these messages. And her husband was home, but he was out mowing the lawn, and his phone was in the house. And she's getting these messages that the fire department had been dispatched, that there was, you know, issues at her house, and she has to go get her child because there's, you know, a time limit. You don't leave them sitting there. Yeah. Luckily, it didn't start on fire. Nothing burnt down. The fire department couldn't find her house, which I don't know if it's good or bad because I do think she's going to get, you know, a bill in the mail for it. But, yeah, it wasn't good. And there had been, like, other things that happened in the last few days, and it was just kind of a not – it wasn't even a breaking point because she handled it very well. And I said to her, you know you're doing too much, and you need to carve out some self-care time and some recharge time so that – this doesn't happen again. So when you're so distracted that you forget things that you don't normally forget, I mean, there's the humanness of us all, right? We get distracted and we forget. But when it's something major that you like, oh, my gosh, this isn't like me, that's when you know you're tuning in too much, you're worrying too much, you're doing too much. It's just too much and you need a way to reset your energy. I mean, lucky for me, I have energy clearing, so I can do that. And when it's not that, like when I don't want to do that, I read a book. I go for a walk in my horse pasture. I find ways to go change my energy and reset it. Yesterday I was talking to my mom, and she had lost something that was important to her, and she just, was in that energy of um, upset and mad, and and I had to calm her down. I calmed her down by telling her all the stories of my friend's rough week and distract her because I have a trick. I don't know if I've ever shared this, but in case I haven't, I will again. If you've lost something and you cannot find it, look straight ahead and just with your eyes, look to the left, one, to the right, two, Back to the left, three, to the right, four, until you have done, get to 17, switching back and forth. And don't move your head, just your eyes. And then do something else. And shake up your energy, reset your energy, and you usually will find whatever you've lost within the next hour or so. So I was doing this with my mom, but she was so stuck in the energy that I had to shake it out of her. And so I told her about my friend and all the crazy stuff that's happened. And we were still talking, and within 10 minutes of us talking, she found it, what she was looking for, in a place she never would have suspected that it was because she was insistent that it could never be there. But you get, like, we get so distracted and we're empathic and we get caught up in the energies and we forget, and it doesn't mean you're losing your mind. It's just the energy right now is so prickly busy there's a simmering underlying energies that we're not used to we're used to energy lines being fairly clean they're not anymore there's layers there's simmers there's like explosive energies it's really really different and we have to learn to navigate it because i don't think it's going to change This has become our new normal, and we have to figure it out. That's just how it is. It's not easy. It's uncomfortable. But we can, right? We can. It's okay. We will be okay. 
Find your tools. Find your go-tos. Figure it out, my friends. Figure out who you are. Figure out what you stand for. Figure out what you can put up with and what you can't. Because it's not just learning to deal with people. We're also learning about ourselves, right? And when something triggers you and upsets you, think about your own life. Where have I done that to somebody? It's no fun. Completely sucks. But we're not innocent, right? And even if our intention was not to do that, we probably did. Right? And just, okay, know that you did, and then make a choice to make different choices. It's all about choices, and we do get the choices. Even if we feel like we don't, don't do that. Know that you do. You can choose to engage and fight back. You can choose to say, well, that's your issue. I don't need to take that on. Thanks for pointing it out. Moving on. Goodbye. You, you get those choices. And as you get to know yourself and know, you know, how do you receive messages, how do you receive information, you're able to process quicker and make those choices quicker. There's a lot of clairsentience that's coming out in people right now, the empath energies, the knowing what you know, feeling what you feel. So notice what you notice. Notice when something makes you feel like a little edgy. We are just talking about allergies because I'm allergic to weird things now that I wasn't before, and I don't know if formulas have changed. I'm not sure why. And so... I really need to work on paying attention to my energy, and I love the muscle testing, and I test things all the time, but I need to make sure I'm aware, not just doing it and thinking, oh, no, it's going to be okay. And we're talking, and somebody I know who, when they get an allergy attack, the tips of their fingers will tingle first, and they know it's coming. I thought that was really interesting. Your body gives you signals and signs. Where are you feeling it? Know your chakras. We're going to clean our chakras today because, well, seems like the right plan. When you feel something in the pit of your tummy, which chakra does that correlate to in your body? What is that message? Practice. You have to practice body intuition. You have to practice being, when you're clairvoyant, clairaudient, practice. By noticing what you notice and then figuring out how it correlates to your life and how you can take those messages to your benefit. Because not every message is huge and smacks you upside the head, even if we would like it to, because we won't listen anyway. Just when you feel that nudge, when you feel that, ooh, something's off there, notice it. And then when you find out what that something was, then you have something in your toolbox to reference in the future. Oh, I'm feeling like that again. That must be happening. We want to make sense of this world, and that's not exactly easy at all it's weird now the energy lines are twisting and curving and it's new and you can wake up in the morning and feel amazing it's going to be a great day and then you help somebody with something and your energy can go to hell in a handbasket like it's just it's it changes so much almost minute by minute that's why you have to know you and know your tools to lift yourself back up 
You know, yesterday morning it was raining, and I was like, oh, man. Kind of plummeted my energy, so I had to find a way to, like, lift it back up. Because we've just had a lot of rain. But good news, my cows are fat, and they are happy because there's so much grass. My horses are enjoying all the grass. They're so funny. They make me smile every day. My little Highland pasture ornaments, oh, my goodness. So cute. They're doing very well. So even though it's raining and I might want that sunshine to lift my spirits, I have to realize that there's benefits for other people. It's not always just about me. (laughs) And know this. You are not alone in what you're feeling. I've had a lot of clients lately, and when we talk about things, they're like, I'm so glad I'm not the only one feeling this. You are not alone. I promise you that. There's more people feeling what you're feeling, and people are its not unwilling to talk about it. There's just been so much that I think we're saturated. We're just saturated, and we don't want to talk about it. We don't want to whine and complain anymore. We just want to figure out a way to deal with it and be us. Be us and find some happiness. Not all lollipops, rainbows, and sunshine all the time. But it is learning. Learning and soul growth and, yeah, good times, right? Good times. (laughs) I do find that when you um, have a really clear perspective on yourself, you can change your energy quickly. When you're feeling down, maybe you need to journal. Maybe you need to dance around your house. Maybe you need to go for a walk, hug a tree, see a tree, smell a tree. Maybe you need to go watch funny memes or videos or something for 10 minutes. But set a timer. I have to do that for myself because, you know, it's easy to be distracted. I even stopped going to certain websites because I don't want the distraction because I can lose hours because it's so much fun. So I've learned to set a timer. I'm just going to go have... A 15-minute, 10-minute, 7-minute, 8-minute, make it a weird number just for fun. Reset, break, and then I can go do what I need to do. It works. And you know meditation works. Meditation is a big thing being promoted right now again, which I love. But find the meditations that work for you. Guided imagery works amazing for me. That's why we're doing a chakra cleanse today. Find what works for you. And what works for you might not be what works for everybody else, but it doesn't matter. Find what works for you. So many, so many interesting energies. Also take the moment to appreciate that it's kind of fascinating right now. I know, in a weird train wreck way sometimes. I know here in Canada we're having an election in October. Oh, my goodness. It's hard. I don't love the energy it creates, all the backstabbing, the fighting, the lying, the scheming. Ugh. Ugh. But it is the way we do things in our world, so I have to just deal with it and get over it, right? I just kind of shut down social media more and regular media more because, yeah. People are passionate, which is nice to see, but it's, it's a little too much. A little too much. 
Remember to breathe lots. Take some time just to give yourself that big deep breath. If the energies are feeling very overwhelming and you're feeling, feeling panicky and anxious, give yourself a nice big deep breath and then touch your thumb to your, the tip of your index finger. Touch them to make a circle like, you know, the, the bunny rabbit or the A-OK sign. I don't know what, what you want to call it. Just do that for 15, 20 seconds. It grounds your energy and it stops anything from affecting you just for those few minutes to reset yourself. We need to do that because we're struggling. It's overwhelming. It sometimes feels like things are coming at us so quickly that we just don't know how to slow it down to process it. But here's the thing. We'll learn how. Maybe not to slow it down, but we'll learn how to process quicker. We don't get a choice. So feel what you're feeling, know what you know, see what you see, notice what you notice, and figure yourself out. Because once you know all of that, it does get easier. It's easier to make choices. It's easier to figure out what's the right thing to do and the wrong thing to do. And there's so many conflicting, swirling energies that you need to brush them aside. If you're feeling extra cranky, smudge your house, have your sea salt bath. Although sea salt's been sold out in my area for quite some time, so I feel like I've told too many people that. <laughs> and now there's no more sea salt for me. Oh, well. Suck it up, buttercup. I'll figure it out to go find a new store, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You got this, right? We do. Even when it feels like we don't, we do. Find those slivers of moments that you're like, okay, don't forget to practice your gratitude. When it all feels overwhelming and I'm not sure how I'm going to get it all done or handle it all and I just want to cry, I do. And then I'll go for a walk and I actually go stand in my pasture that's paid for and say, okay, that's okay. I find those little things to do to practice gratitude that I know will lift my energy. Lift, reset, recharge, all that. Tons of information about self-care right now and all the talk shows, and I love it. Take those moments of self-care. Even if life gets so busy that you just don't think you can fit them in, have some moments. Breathe. Ground your chakras. Ground. Keep grounded. There's a lot of us that are struggling with that. Imagine those big, thick roots growing up the bottom of your feet. Probably reaching for more snacks. Find a way to stay grounded. And vent out energies that, getting, that are getting stuck. That's why walks, that's why exercise programs are great. Find a way that works for you to vent out the energy that's getting stuck whether it's jumping up and down and hollering, dancing is awesome, you need something. You need a way to vent it out. I used to go for a walk and stomp around my pasture, but then I found that I didn't like that because I just wanted to go revel in it and enjoy it and like roll around in the grass, you know, hug a tree, all that stuff, ride my horse. 
And so now I, I have a stair stepper where I stomp it out because it works way better for me. Way better. So even with our crazy weather, I feel like I've, as soon as it's a little bit sunny, I'm able to go grab my horse and go for a ride, and it's making me so happy. He's a big baby. I love him. Yep. Yep. I entertain myself because my horse is the biggest horse, and so I can see things that, you know, my family can. So we're out looking for cows and stuff, and so I'm all sassy about it, and I entertain myself to no end. <laughs> I don't know that they're so entertained, but that's okay. <laughs> Find the things that can make you a little bit happy, right? Even when it's all chaos. Have a find a friend, have a good conversation. Try not to burn your house down. Yeah. She was having other challenges and she like made those comments. Be careful your words. Holy, let's talk about that for a minute. This last full moon, whoa. So I did put on my Facebook page my full moon money spell. Wow. I didn't even do it because I look at my schedule and it's a little bit busy right now and I can fit clients in, but sporadically just for the next month or so because I'm pretty booked. So I thought I'm not doing it, but I did think about it. And, yeah, guess what? Worked anyway. And my husband got called out, and I'm like, did you think about money? And he's like, yeah, I was thinking, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, didn't even have to intentionally do it. This was a very juicy, powerful full moon. So I hope you used it to your advantage. It was crazy. Crazy cool. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even get to see it. It was so cloudy when it was rising here, and I was very disappointed. But I get to see it out my bedroom window when I wake up in the morning, it's like just perfectly beautiful in my window, and it makes me smile, and it's easier to get out of the bed. Yep. Even though it's warm and cozy, and I may not want to, the full moon helped. I get to see the moon every morning, mostly. Nice, right? Again, take those that when I see the moon in the mornings. I smile, and I say thank you. I do the gratitude thing. Don't make things hard for yourself. Don't make things complicated. Our world is complicated enough. Try to simplify what you can. We get stuck in our patterns and our rituals and our habits. And have you ever, like, come across a different way to do something and you're like, excuse me, why didn't I think of that? That was so easy. I want you to pick something this week and just change the way you do it to see if you can make it quicker, easier, less, stressful, less anxiety-inducing for yourself. Ask a friend if they do something similar that you can, you know, find a tip or trick. I don't remember what it was just not that long ago. I'll have to try to remember for the next show. And I was like, wow, why didn't I think of that before? But we get, we're very pattern-oriented. We like to know what's coming. We like to do things in a certain way. There's a comfort in that. And with everything kind of becoming uncomfortable and different, we might hang on to those, which is good if it's productive and working for you, not so good if it's not and it's just a habit that you don't know how to break or didn't even occur to you to change or break it. The energy is supporting change because everything's changing so quickly. So if you want to make some changes, leverage it. It's a good time to try. 
<sighs> All right. Give yourself a nice breath in, and we are going to do the chakra cleanse. All right. It's going to take a minute. Here we go. The one thing I want to say about the energies right now, too, is when, when an energy comes in and you feel completely overwhelmed and full of self-doubt, don't act on it immediately. Just take a moment, take a breath, and find a way to deal with it. So this morning I was, you know, doing my stuff, and I'm like, oh, wait, I don't have a radio show topic. And I had this big wave of energy swamp me saying, well, you don't have to do it. You can stop doing it. You don't have to do this. And then it went a spiral that was kind of dark and ugly, and I'm like, where is that coming from? And I'm like, okay, you're right. I don't have to do it, but I want to, so I'm going to. But I had to go through it like it wasn't that quick or easy, a whole process. And I'm like, huh, I wonder where that's coming from, these energies of self-doubt and second-guessing when they show up. Feel what you're feeling, notice what you notice, and then discard it. Because you do have a choice to believe it or not to believe it. And this morning I chose not to, and here we are. All right, let's do the chakra cleanse. <laughs> I'm feeling a little sassy today. All right. <clears throat> Become aware of your breathing. Just notice it. For a few moments, take these moments to gently focus on the breath. Then, let's take three big, deep breaths as deeply as possible. Three big, deep breaths. So we begin to release and let go. As your normal, natural breathing begins occurring, just imagine a gentle, warm, balmy breeze as it wafts around, wafting around your head, your neck and shoulders, and with every breath, as the breeze continues to move gently around, there's a gently and easily releasing and a letting go feeling going on becoming more and more comfortable with every breath across the upper back circling around through the chest a warm and nurturing feeling as the breeze continues to comfort, down both arms, hands, and fingers, releasing and letting go. And with every breath taken, 
perhaps, there may begin to be some wondering. Is it a breathing of the breeze, or is the breeze breathing me? With every breath, the breeze continues, circling around through the mid-back and around through the solar plexus. Every breath drifting deeper now. The gentle sensations of the warm, balmy breeze as it continues around through the lower back and circling around through the belly, releasing and letting go, becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. Breeze continues moving around. Around your thighs, knees, calves, ankles, and around through the feet. Now, with every breath, becoming completely and thoroughly comfortable, calm, and at ease. Being at one with the breeze, and the breeze still gently, easily moving all around and all through. So that at five, four, three, two, one. Zero. Deeply, deeply, deeply relaxed. This is a meditation to balance and cleanse our chakras. I'd like you to sit up straight. Have your feet flat on the floor. Nothing crossed. Give yourself a nice breath in and out. I would like you to visualize or imagine deep, thick roots growing out the bottom of your feet. Deep, deep into Mother Earth. Feel yourself grounding and connecting with Mother Earth with those deep, thick roots. Nice breath in and out. Now, imagine or visualize a white ball of energy coming up from each of those roots into the bottom of your feet. Visualize or imagine those balls of light traveling up your legs. You may feel a warm, tingling sensation. Move those balls of light up your leg, through your shin, past your knees, up your thighs, higher, higher. And then both balls of white light are going to join together at your root chakra, at your pelvis. Your root chakra deals with feelings and energies of having the right to be here. The root chakra is symbolized as red. I want you to imagine or visualize a red ball. Symbolism is personal. I want you to have something that you're focusing on. So if it's a red ball, 
I want you to start spinning it until it's bright, shiny, shiny red. Right now it may look cloudy or dirty. It may be really big or it may be really small. I want you to spin this ball of energy until it's shiny, bright, sparkly red. Spinning, spinning. The root chakra deals with energies of money, career, home, needs, and possession. So it's really important to have this one balanced. I want you to spin it, spin it, spin it until it's bright and shiny. If you are having trouble visualizing or imagining, Archangel Raphael will be there to help you. Archangel Raphael is also going to vacuum away all the cruddy energy that comes off your chakras. So spinning, spinning, spinning. We like to give this one a really good cleanse. Spin it just a smidge more. Fantastic. You are doing great. Okay? Now this one is all shiny clean and it's in your body. Again, there's no way to do this wrong. Now I want you to move up to your sacral chakra, which is located midway between your pelvis and the base of your spine. This one's an orange ball of light. I want you to spin that one. This is where we have our feelings and emotions. Let's spin that one until it's bright, shiny orange. This is where we are able to set boundaries when we have this one balanced. Feeling joy. Let's really spin that one and give it a nice big cleanse. Spinning, spinning. Spinning, spinning. For all of us that have trouble saying no at times, you can feel why it would be important to have this one balanced. Excellent. Give it a few more spins until it's bright, shiny orange. You guys are doing fabulous. Okay, now that that one feels good, move up again to our solar plexus chakra. This one is the yellow one. This one is where we can make choices, we set our intentions through this one and have our will to do things. It involves self-direction, self-esteem, and the power of transformation. So let's spin this yellow light until it's bright, shiny, and sparkly clean. Spinning, spinning. Nice. Focus on spinning that one a little more. Perfect. I can feel all the energies flying off to be vacuumed away. We're going to feel so good after this. All right. So now that that one's all shiny, let's move up to our heart chakra. This one's green. This one deals with love and I give, I care, forgiveness generosity. So let's spin this heart chakra until it's shiny green and infused with sparkles. We want to have a pretty heart chakra. And spinning, 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 spinning. Fabulous. Let's keep spinning that one. Everybody's is nice and sparkly, shiny. Okay, great. Now, put that one back in place. Let's move up to our throat chakra. 
This one is blue. We're going to spin that ball of light energy until it's shiny. This is the one where we have expression, where we listen, where we can communicate. It's all about using our voice. So let's spin, spin, spin this one. We can communicate clearly. Spinning, spinning. Fantastic. If you find that your throat chakra feels out of balance often, grab a sodalite or a lapis lazuli. Those stones will really help with that. I wear them when doing the radio show. It's really, really helpful. Okay, let's spin that one just a little bit more. You're doing fantastic. Okay, now that that one's all clean, let's move up to our third eye chakra located in our foreheads. This one has to do with telepathy, intuition, imagination, visualizing, all that good stuff that you've been doing. So this one is the darker purple color, and we're going to spin it until it's very sparkly. Nice. Keep spinning. Our intuition's located here, so we like to have this one clean so we can get our messages right. Keep spinning. Excellent. Spinning, spinning. Perfect. Kate, now that it's nice and shiny, clean, deep, deep purple. I see a lot of yours is deep, deep purple. Beautiful. Okay, let's move up to our crown chakra located at the top of our heads. Now this one is a pale violet, or you might see it as clear. We're going to spin that ball of light until it's bright, shiny, clean, and sparkly. This is where our psychic and intuitive abilities can be found. Our faith, our connection to the divine, ability to trust life, values, ethics, courage. Lots of stuff happen in this crown chakra. So let's spin that one until it's really, really clean. Excellent. Great, you guys have been working on this. This one was pretty clean. Okay, so let's put that one where it's supposed to go. And remember, there's no way to do this wrong. Just the act of listening to my voice and doing this exercise will create the energies and it will happen. It's as simple as that. Let's just visualize or imagine that ball of light again, just right above your, your head. And then you're going to move it down, down through your face, down through your neck, down through your chest, down through your, to your pelvis. That ball of light is going to break into two, and each ball of light is going to go down side, past your knees. You're going to feel refreshed, able to focus going to have a lot of clarity after this meditation. Continue sending that ball of light through your, past your knees, down your shins, and out the bottoms of your feet, and ground you deep, deep, deep into Mother Earth. And then you can bring your awareness back to the room, back to your body. Meditation is about doing what feels natural to you. You're letting the energy do the work. It takes a little trust, it takes a little faith, but if you practice it, 
You can come back to this meditation anytime and replay it. Have an excellent day. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com. dot com.